straight out of the timeline right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I've got dumps like a truck. Truck, truck. Baby, kiss my butt, but, but. But, but we are. But, all night long, let me see your thong, thong, thong. I, why does this look different in Audacity to me? I have two channels. Audacity updated. Audacity updated. Is that, like, there, there, there's, there's, I, I guess because I'm recording in stereo, it has both stereo channels. Like, there's two waveforms. Ah, your hand goes away, Bell. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, what are you? What are you, Al from Quantum Leap? Uh, what am I here for? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching uh, Executive Decision the other day, and um, the Secretary of Defense is is actually Al from Quantum Leap. So, nope, you were watching Air Force One. Oh yes, right, that's right, Air uh, Force One. I will put. <laughs> no, I, I I watched both of them back to back. So, and it was funny. But I'm like, oh. no, Dean Stockwell was Air Force One with Glenn Close as the vice president. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't know why I know this? Well, no, no, it's it's, it's, it's funny because the whole time I'm sitting there watching uh, Air Force One, I'm going, when does Steven Seagal get sucked out of an SR-71? <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I was like, yeah, wait, he was out of that movie quick. Get off yeah. my plane. Get off my plane. That's uh, great, dude. That is great Sunday afternoon like right now if we weren't doing this i could be like convinced to watch that like air force one the negotiator which let i get it kevin spacey all right it kind of makes it a little you know whatever yeah. but like it, you always feel a little dirt but he was so good in that movie and it's just like you know negotiator air force one a few good men uh enemy of the state like all those 90s lame actiony kind of like i could watch those over and over again on a sunday without a problem man i i love me some 90s <laughs> movies 80s movies are good but like 90s movies man those are my jam. And don't forget the professional Everyone! yes <laughs> wait isn't it leon the professional it's called yeah it was called leon the professional in like every other country but america when it first came out when it first came out it was just called the professional and then when they released it to video they actually put it back to leon okay so Interesting. And I again, I was in college when that happened. So again, it's fresh in my memory. I, you all were like children, <laughs> children. I say. I don't know why, but like, I have a really weird feeling that this isn't recording correctly. Uh, oh, I'm recording. I'm recording too, but like, I don't know. I think it's fine. My levels look fine. I think you're just. I think you have. A, <laughs> we probably should tell them why we're re-recording the episode. But I think you have PTSD. Yeah, I, I, I have PTSD even the reason why we're re-recording this. So, like, basically what happened was, the reason why we're doing this again is uh, the, the last episode that we recorded, um, I was using uh, – I, I switched from recording Previously. off of my Mac to recording on my PC. Um, wait, wait, one second. Previously on Legends TV <laughs> Yeah, so so essentially I, I moved from recording on my Mac to my PC, and uh, because of that I moved my uh, all my – audio equipment i have like a little soundboard uh which connects via usb to the computer and uh has my mic hooked up to it so i was using that and uh recording everything was it's fine i guess and i sent it to andy our uh, uh editor Sound producer man. um um all around great guy <laughs> i was gonna go with lackey but you're well no no he's not our, he's not our lackey <laughs> i know and, and, like, I'm texting with him, and he's like, dude, there's something crazy wrong with the audio. Like, on mine, I think there's stuff wrong with Will's. There was mine, yep. Yeah, and... and <laughs> got no sound for me at all. Yeah, and so, like, Will... <laughs> for once, it wasn't me! Yeah, for once, it wasn't Kyle, which was crazy. Um, yeah. and, and so, basically, what I, what I figured out is that Windows had the input volume on my microphone turned up to 100%, which I control with... Ooh, that's going to clip. Yeah, with the soundboard. And so, it was like... The, it was like it was like you have the gain turned all the way up, and there's, like, this kind of, like, a staticky hiss everywhere. And it yep. was, and it was, uh, 
Uh, it was pegging out. It was just awful. And so we actually, um, why is, okay, there we go. Um, yeah. And, and so basically Andy was like, I can try to fix this. And he did a really good job clearing it up, but it was still like, and I was clipping. Yeah. And reason. Will was pegged out. None of the sounds were there. Yeah. None of the sounds were there. Everything was just messed up. So we're like, all right, well, so Andy fix this. <laughs> so we decided to go ahead and re-record because we didn't want to put out uh, an episode that, that wasn't uh, that wasn't good. That yes, wasn't of high quality, like the last thirty-five seconds of that was. Yeah, exactly. We want, we want to put out a video that we're proud of uh, and that we think that you guys right. will, will enjoy. So that's why we're re-recording. So we're doing this again. Yeah, we're doing this again. Um, but um, also before, so much has changed too. Yeah, lot, lots of stuff had changed actually. Uh, Legends is going to be over for a bit. We're in a hiatus for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like if, a longer bit than normally. Bit. Yeah. Normally it's, it's not going to be nearly this long, but this time it's going to be very long. Um, and so in the meantime, if there's something that, uh, if, if you like hearing our voices and seeing us do things, um, you can do that still. There's a thing called flashcraft and what flashcraft <laughs> is, is it's kind of like, um, uh, you may have seen it already flashcraft. perhaps, but like we're, we're basically in Minecraft and we're doing, uh, like DC comic space projects and things like that. Right. Um, it's, it's going to be me and Will and Kyle and, and Bo from flash TV talk. Um, we got, a uh, we got Fox who's also in there. He's one of our listeners from, um, uh, from flash and we're going to be like building bases. Like we just started yesterday and right. we're our season two. Yeah. For, for season two, season one's going to end on Tuesday. Um, that's the last episode of season one. Um, and you can catch that on twitch.tv slash seedhd or twitch.tv slash the real Bo York. Um, we're both, we're both streaming it. So you can kind of watch whichever one you want. Um, and that's, that's going to be, that's going to be kind of like the flashcraft, um, uh, formula going forward in season two is that like, if you want to watch me, you can watch me. If you want to watch Will, you can watch Will. I wouldn't recommend watching Kyle. Um, never watch. <laughs> Hey, no, you know what? Kyle finally got a professional-ish setup, so we can't say that. Anymore. That's true. That's true. You know, he's got a better computer. He's I, have got, a, I have a way yeah. better computer, one that <coughs> I shouldn't have bought, but I did. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, it's it's there, there's going to be a bunch of different uh, people you can watch. We're also going to do episodes together where we come together and we build different things um, that are you know going to be DC Comics related. Um, Later at the Hall of Justice, yes, there'll be there'll be a Hall of Justice. Um, there'll be Wayne Manor. There's going to be uh, Legion of Doom headquarters. There's going to be a lot of really interesting. How stuff. have we not pushed him for a wave rider? Like oh. we, I'm Ooh. telling you. How have we not done that? Like, that seems like a build we should be doing is we should. And I hate bringing this up on air. I'm, I blame the. <laughs> um, we should have a wave rider. We should, it doesn't even have to be in the air. We can park well, it on the ground. I mean, but the three of us can build that. We should have a sure. wave rider. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, I mean, that, that, like, and, and this, this is what we're talking about. These, these can be like yeah. projects, like single projects where like I have a bunch of single, like just, just me projects that I want to do. We have big group projects for everybody where everybody's going to be gathering resources for these things. And then like, you know, here we got a wave rider. Like the three of us are going to build a wave rider at some point. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if, if you like, I think we should take Fox too. Yeah. Yeah. Fox, Fox, Fox <laughs> might like that. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you like Minecraft, uh, if you like, 
DC Comics stuff. If you like DC Comics stuff in Minecraft, then I think this will be for you. So, again, Flashcraft is what it's called. Uh, you can find it on uh, twitch.tv slash cdhd, twitch.tv slash York. Um, and with our Twitters at the end, why don't we go ahead and put our, our Twitch handles? Yes, that's a good idea. Um, let's add that in there. But yeah, so if you like DC Comics, if you like Flash, uh, if you like those two things together, if you like us, uh, that's where we'll be during this hiatus. So uh, we'll give you all the information again at the end of the show, uh, but check it out, Flashcraft, it's going to be fun. But uh, I think right now it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson Uh on Legends TV Talk. I don't. I don't know if your vocalizations really fit the music there, Will. But, uh. Hey, you know what? It's it's uh, it's Vivaldi it's legend by Will. It's Vivaldi by Will Smith. Vivaldi, no, Vivaldi by DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. You know that would be great. Um. I do not know a DJ Khaled. I know a Will Smith. I don't know. Any you don't know music DJ Khaled. To... Listen, when did he start? When did he come on the scene? I don't know. Realize this, guys. I am about five years from eating peanut brittle and chasing kids off my lawn, okay? So if any music was made after the year 2005, I don't know who the hell it is. <laughs> well, if you listen to the radio, surely you've heard... Who listens to the radio? That's true. Uh, you got me there. You got me there. Anyway, this episode is... <laughs> is he one of those Hamilton actors? No. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by The Thong Song. Yes, it is. He had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys like what? Yeah, we, we can only play that for a certain amount of time before we get uh, hit with a lawsuit. So uh, anyway, <laughs> this is uh, Season 5, Episode 14, which is our season finale of this year, and it's called Swan Thong. This one uh, was directed by Kevin Mock, and it was written by Kido Shimizu and Morgan Faust. Will, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Still controlled by the fates, the legends find themselves in an Orwellian 1984-esque world, and after destroying the loom of fate and returning a few months later, they discover that things are not as they thought they would be. The legends must convince the civilians to trust them and stand up for their right to choose and to party, but the fates don't make it easy by the encores once again, and at the end of the episode, one of the legends disappears. Season six, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so 1984, bad times at Wave Rider High. Um, mm-hmm. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, you know total totalitarian, terrible time that they're having there. That is some major teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so you know there things are not as they thought they thought they thought would be. They were. Um, <laughs> they are who they thought they were. So, yeah, it's, it's their, so, so their, their goal here now is to go in and save everybody. Right. So the, the way they got to do that is they got to find the loom and destroy it. Um, so they go into the temple where the fates kind of like go and, um, I guess, accept prayers from their followers for certain things like more blue mush, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff, and they weave those into the into the timeline, um, and so that's where they find the the, the actual loom. Um, however, because they swapped clothes with just regular people, people, yes, is that the word I'm looking for? Regular yeah. denizens of this of this crazy world? I don't know. Um, wow, <laughs> denizens, really? Denizens, yes, that's a great word. Did you take? 
Wow, did you take your pretension pill this morning? What the hell? <laughs> You're on a Mac, aren't you? You're using a Mac well, again, I'm, I'm, aren't I'm you? Actually, I'm actually on PC <laughs> right now, so so that is uh, that is that is that is unpossible. Um, <laughs> but they 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 see uh, they they trade clothes to kind of fit in, right? But um, the fates see the Constantine's coat and, and various things like that amongst the the followers that they're uh, listening to, and they send Atropos. Which one's the psycho knife bone lady? Yes, Atropos. I think it's Atropos. I always get them wrong. Atropos. And now th- I always get them wrong too. It's it's usually I suppose is what I was calling her <laughs> for a while. Um, but yeah, I think it's Atropos. Yeah, and and so uh, we we it turns out that the you know Atropos goes after him. Um, she finds Sarah, and they get into a fight. And then Sarah does something that she should have been using the entire time <laughs> she's had this power. Which was she grabbed Atropos, saw that Atropos was going to throw the dagger at her and kill her mm-hmm. in order to escape death and catch the dagger. And I'm sitting here like, why didn't you do this at the pub? You know you're going to die there. Just just avoid it. Like, Yeah. Just go to a, diff- just go to a different place. Like, yeah. Like, like, so, so it, it, the whole part of that, of that zombie episode, and Will, I know you, you've talked about this again, and like we, we all kind of like yeah. mentioned it about how the zombie episode um, – you know, like it or not, kind of took away from some of the other things they could have done with the end of the season. <laughs> and especially here, where like the big emotional impact of that episode was Sarah dying and Sarah being killed in the zombie table or, or on the pool table by the zombies in the episode is now completely undone and completely nullified by. The fact that she uses this power to save herself when she didn't do that before—it's like I don't—I don't know. I—I—I I, I wasn't. I was like, I mean, it was a cool scene. Don't get me wrong; it was cool. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was definitely cool. But I don't know that—that that was uh, that was kind of annoying uh, to me. I realize now that I think the, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The whole last third of the season annoyed me again. You could have done the zombie episode without. They could have not done the zombie episode altogether. Used their powers, had them fail. You know the the. Uh, hey, we're gonna. You know you're immortal, and they fail at it. Put them in the television show as immortals and say we can't kill you. So this is why we're putting you in the TV shows. And here you go. Like they could have easily done that, avoided the whole zombie episode, and still and spent more time in 1984 or Wally and you know. Mm-hmm. Fate World. Yeah. Because I don't think they spent enough time in Fate World. They really didn't. Yeah. We saw television for Fate World, but we didn't see the rest of it. And I really wanted to see what was going on around that. Well, I mean, especially in what we're about to talk to. Like, so so just to, just to kind of condense this this part of this episode, um, uh, they, they have the fight, and then Sarah puts on her best Thanos voice and says, I use the loom to destroy the loom, and uh, <laughs> blows the loom up <laughs> and destroys it. And so uh, they, meanwhile, you know, they, they find the, uh, the wave rider of the other, the other team. They pick them up, and they make a jump through time. Um, yeah. leaving Mick there, uh, Mick and his daughter, um, leaving Mick, his daughter, um, Mona and, and Gary, but they're not really legends. Gary. Are they? I don't apparently, know. Apparently they are. They think they are. <laughs> they're, 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 well, you have a former legend and then you have an assistant to a warlock legend. So maybe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and they come back how many months, six months later, three months later, four, four months later, four months later, four months and four months later. And then everyone gets everyone gets their memories back. Yeah, yeah. And and so we're in this we're in this 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 new future 
where Gideon is being, as we find out, Gideon is being used as an algorithm to basically tell people what to do via the Fate Watch. But everything else kind of looks normal. Like, people getting to wear their own clothes. They're, they're, they just don't mm-hmm. make any of their own decisions. It's basically like everything you do, you ask the watch and it tells you what to do. And like Will was saying, like, I think it would be very, very, very interesting to have gone into that and, like, looked at the repercussions of the Loom of Fate breaking. Um, just like because there, there, there's parallels all the time, right? Like the, the fates earlier talked about how uh, when the loom, when when Charlie initially split the loom up and let free will into the world, there's like mass chaos and like all this stuff is 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 a repercussion of that. And we could have kind of seen that in the modern day, um, but we didn't. And so that was that was kind of sad. Um, and instead, we got the zombie episode, which you know I, I thought it was kind of fun. It was kind of interesting, but like it just sort of hampered a lot of the things they could have done with the rest of this season. So, um, anyway, we get the fate watch. Um, we get the museum of bad ideas, and <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I thought most of the things in there were fantastic ideas. Oh, definitely, but not to the fates. <laughs> right, right. I mean, come on, like you know the shake weight, like fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely perfect. Yeah. Cisco? Come yeah, on. cigarettes. I mean... <laughs> Which... I'm surprised he didn't have Mark Morrison. Oh, that'd have been great. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I... Going going along on Return of the Mac, I recently rewatched that Return of the Mac episode from season three. Yeah? And it's great. Is it? <laughs> nice. Yes, and by great, I mean just the part where uh, Damien Dark comes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he just he's fighting with the music in his head. And it's just it's just great. Yes, Steven in the chat, the Floby, fantastic idea. How could we not acknowledge that? Um But yeah, so so we get into the Museum of Bad Ideas and then they, they talk about like history's worst villains basically and uh you know we got your your classic Stalin, uh Charles Manson, um uh Marie Antoinette, which come on, guys, you're gonna bring yeah. back um, Courtney, but not her husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, especially, when, especially I, when they had the, the perfect opportunity to do so on uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Yeah, Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac in the episode prior, like in the TV episode. They should have brought him back there. That would have been the perfect place to do it. He's just written in as that character. He's not an actual legend. you know. Mm-hmm. And then, then when that's undone, you're fine. But, oh, man, that was, that was disappointing. What's really funny about that, if you think about it, is, too, it's like, Imagine waking up at the the uh, the uh, Routh house that morning and oh good morning dear morning oh what are you doing today I'm still unemployed she's like oh I gotta go and do legends I have an episode <laughs> you dumb bitch whoa <laughs> yeah right like I, I feel like I don't know it's kind of like I I kind of th- wonder if they I gotta wonder if Brandon Routh took a major dump in Guggenheim cereal or something like. It's almost like they were trying to find ways to just hurt him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know he wasn't happy about the decision. It wasn't his decision. Like, the writers decided to write him out, um, which mm-hmm. which sucks. I mean, but... which well, But you can't do much with him. We've talked yeah, about that. Yeah, we've talked about that before, where it's like, I, I liked Ray. Uh, I didn't really 100% like how they used him. Um, I, I, I feel right. like there, there were things they could have done, and they didn't. But, you know, again, it wasn't really his his choice. Uh, and so maybe, yeah, maybe he did make a stink. With uh, with Guggenheim, and they're yeah. like, "Well, you're not coming back for the finale," um, which you know that would be sad. Yeah, but uh, it was sad actually. But uh, so they they are going through there, and the legends uh, they find out that they are the the, the second worst villain in history. Um, 
And it turns out that the number one is actually Astrid. Donald Trump. Well. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. They, they did miss an opportunity. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> or, at least, or at least just pan by him or just have him in there or something. Well, yeah, like, that would have been, because even, been so fantastic. Even back, again, in season three, they they made a reference with Barack Obama and Grodd. Yeah. Uh, Sarah went to go talk to him and being like, you know, I miss you, Barack. Yeah, yeah. It's, what they should have done is like <laughs> Gideon says, "There's like, oh, there, there, there's a, there's an encore, and it's going to kill the president." And they're like, "Eh, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, speaking of which, we, we were talking about this earlier. Um, the the movies uh, Executive Decision and um, Con Air Force One, Con Air Air Force One came out at a very similar time. They always always confuse plot elements in both of them. Um, but in Executive Decision, Trump's second wife is actually in that movie. Right, Mar- hmm. Mar- Marla Maples. Yes, Marla Maples is in that movie. Um, good good for her. Yeah, it, it was hilarious. We were watching the credits go by, and it's like Marla Maples Trump, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah, yeah, what? Um, but yeah, so... Oh. It <laughs> was a Tim the Toolman <laughs> Taylor now. <laughs> yeah. we, we should do a Tool Time TV talk. We should do, we should do a Tool Time TV talk countdown, because if I was going to put money on any show, that they're going to bring back, you know, because they're doing all these freaking redos. Mm-hmm. It'll be that. What the hell's Tim Allen doing these days? Last Jonathan standing. Taylor Thomas is gone, practically. I mean, he's he still bring alive. Him out of the woodwork. I, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I think no, all three of them, the boys, are still alive. Yeah, they should be. Yeah. I don't know what the, 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 the neighbor's dead. And Patricia Richardson, let's face it, I mean, she did, like, I think one season of West Wing and then pff, gone. So, you know. There is no reason I can see that show coming back any day. Yeah. I, I'd put money within the next two years and, well, call it on this show. You guys would be like, yep. Well, I, they'll find a way to put it I back. I don't know. I don't know because, uh, you know, Roseanne came back and then there was immediate backlash on that because Roseanne is. Well, because of her. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. but Tim Allen is also uh, very conservative. And right. so I don't know if maybe he's done. I hadn't really kept up with Tim Allen. I don't know if he's done some faux pas recently he's, where. I know he's on Last Man Standing. I don't know if that right. Show's they put still that going on, on whatever whatever station that's on now. It's like you know family TV. Oh yeah, on talk. I... Well, who knows? Well, anyway, that that that's that's a topic for another another discussion. day. But um, yeah, so uh, we have the legends are confused as to why they're not the number one villain, and of course it's Charlie because Charlie is the one who has messed up free will and like basically brought all the bad mm-hmm. stuff into the world, or at least that is what. Um, She's been led to believe. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Charlie has been manipulated by um, uh, her sisters to basically accept, or I guess her sister, because Astropose is the dead. The one's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she used the loom to destroy the loom. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so she's basically like accepted all of this guilt on her, and she is uh, just despondent and, and, and in despair, and so they end up rescuing her. Um her sister blames everything on her, uh, and she's just she's just done. Uh, but they rescue her out of the museum. They go back to the Wave Rider, and then uh, we finally get to see what happened with Mick and his daughter. And this was another kind of thing that uh, talking about how the zombie episode kind of like messed stuff up. They spent four months in this world. We don't get to see what happened and how that developed. We also don't get to see the character development that happens between Mick and his daughter as they come back mm-hmm. on the ship. They're like. Fully realized they have this great, you know, rapport and relationship, and like it's it's like everything's fixed, and they did it off camera. I mean, why? 
that's uh, I don't know. That was that was disappointing. It was great to see the development, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But right, why do it off camera? I don't know. Whatever. Um, needed to move the plot along. Yeah, I guess. Yes. I guess they 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 have the uh, the gang's all back now. We also have Mona and Gary uh, who are on the ship as well, um, and they decide that they're going to go and defeat the third and final um, uh, fate. fate. There we go. I was like. What's the word that I've used a hundred times in the course of this season and <laughs> can't remember it? Uh, bad, awful, terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so they go back in, um, and of course, the um, the 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 encores are, are brought back to to fight the legends, and we get one of the greatest greatest fight scenes ever, where they're fighting to. The actual Cisco, like the real life Cisco, is a uh, you know a display. A flash, yeah, <laughs> not that Cisco. Unfortunately, that'd be kind of funny. Uh, but no, like the network equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Cisco is actually the, the the artist Cisco is actually like you know uh, in the Museum of Bad Ideas as a bad idea because a thong song like this it was a bad idea, and he actually performs in it, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. So they're fighting to this music. Uh, Cisco's dancing. He does a really good moonwalk. That's it was impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. And Nate gets involved too. Not with, not with Cisco and himself. But I mean, he's he's dancing along to the music. Yeah, we get to see a little like fighting with like energy drinks or something. Yeah, yeah. So they all pick they all pick a bad idea to fight with, right? Uh, um, mm-hmm. Of course, um, Ava uses the shake weight. Because yeah. you know her naivety would because she's a clone. Yeah, and she doesn't know what yeah. it is. And then uh, Charlie got a no. Charlie wasn't there. Um, um, Astrid got the Floby. Um, so what did Sarah get? Sarah got the poker stick. The pogo stick. That's right. That's right. She's, and Constantine got the cigarette. Yes, and Constantine, of course, got the cigarettes. Um, which that that move that Constantine yeah, that, did. Yes. Ooh. Yes, fantastic. I was just about to say. So yeah, there, there's there's a scene where Constantine's uh, on on either side of him. There's there's an encore, and they're about to stab through him, and he does one of the coolest visual effects that I think we've seen on the show. Period. Mm-hmm. And it's Constantine, like he just basically like the the camera stays with him, the, the, but he's falling right, and he falls through the floor, and they stab each other, and he comes back up. It was it was such a cool shot and a great scene, and I I would love to see more stuff like that with Legends, like. That's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff that, with the magic, I was kind of hoping to see, sort of like you know, a lot, and maybe w- like he kind of spun on the x-axis. If you're trying to think of it, like imagine you're standing on the x-axis, he spun around the axis. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super super cool, um, really really great visual there. Um, but you know, they're, they're they're fighting these these encores, and they don't have hell weapons, and so they're kind of like you know not really doing all that well. Uh, and it's at this point that we get to see. Um, a really interesting moment with Mick's daughter and Charlie. And this is where we kind of get the, the conclusion of that character development uh, of their relationship happen where Charlie's like, she's all sad. She's like, I've caused all this pain and this misery and this awfulness. And um, Mick's daughter, what can I, can I, well, what is, I don't, why is, I can't remember her name. I, I want to stop calling her Mick's daughter and give her name, but it's killing me that I cannot remember the character's name. Um, um, let's do some Google do right quick. Next daughter, Legends of Tomorrow. Lita, Lita. There we go. There we go. Lita. Okay, and so Lita 
goes over to Charlie and gives her like a little pep talk where she's saying, yeah, um, you know, I was born out of all that chaos. My dad went back in time to hook up with his ex at their high school reunion. And sure, uh, you know, what is it? 40, 49% of life sucks. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 51% is good. And that 2% is what's worth fighting for. And so this inspires Charlie um, to go and be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And so she gathers all the hell weapons. She brings them to the legends and they're able to finally defeat the encores. Um, not exactly how I thought they would defeat him. Um, it was interesting how, did it feel like to you guys as well? Like halfway through the season, they're like, how are we going to kill the encores? We can't, we can't like, cause like Rasputin was all in a bunch of jars. They had Marie Antoinette, um, where they're, you know, just, just in a, in a stasis field cause they couldn't do anything with him. And then they were like, the writers were like, well, we got to do something. Hell weapons. Yeah, also, where do they all come from? Besides, besides hell, but where do they all come from? <laughs> With the... Like, the hell weapons. Do they just have a stash of them somewhere? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they collected them. So, in the uh, in the manor episode, where they were all... Um, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. They collected them all there, because that's where a lot of encores kind of popped up. Um, so, they yeah, they, they got them there, but... I don't know. What did you guys think about that? Where they kind of went from, we can't do anything to the legend, or to the, to the um, uh, encores... Oh, but now we have hell weapons, so we can kill them. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did you think about that, Will? I thought to myself, <laughs> self, during that, that self, they've done it again. The writers of Legends Tomorrow have narrowly grabbed victory from the jaws of defeat, strictly by mcguffining their way out of that crap <laughs> holy cow it's ridiculous stop the mcguffin seriously change it or change the name of the show to dc's legends of mcguffin or all right of tomorrow me. yeah i mean i don't know sure it, it's, it's legends we've come to appreciate it's it. hand wave yeah yeah i yeah. mean it is legends we've come to appreciate that and it's and it's one of those where it's like um i i feel the more mcguffins that they use it's fine so long as the characters acknowledge those MacGuffins and kind of like, you know, sort of roll right. their eyes on them on, on screen. I don't I don't remember anything like that kind of happening. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just more MacGuffins and they finally killed them all. And so thankfully they did. Um, and we don't, you know, we don't, we don't have encores anymore. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, right. So because the loom is destroyed... Now Charlie and her sister are both mortal, and so uh, when Charlie brings the fate, so would you say that their death was looming? Heyo, hey, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so uh, Charlie brings the, the 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 hell weapons, and they have a moment with Sarah where she says, "Look, you got to go deal with your sister. You're the only one who can," and gives her a fate uh, or a hell weapon. And uh, Charlie goes, finds her, and they have uh, they have a little emotional talk there where. Charlie forgives her, refuses to kill her, and um, basically gives her a speech saying, "Hey, yeah, you're mortal now. You got to do something with your life. You got to like, you know, I don't know, get good, like, <laughs> yeah." And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> She's just left, and then and then gone, and then gone. No, the, the Mac did not return in that instance. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know, uh, Kyle. What did you think about that? Like, is is it, is there not like an issue with leaving her alive? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? There's, I would say there's an issue with leaving her alive. Like, why? Yeah, you have to. Uh, she's not gonna be. Um, what's the correct term that I'm thinking of? Reform, right? 
after after a day. So she's gonna have to like be you know watched over and everything. You can't just have her go have her be wild out in the out in the world. Apparently, but apparently you can. Um, so it's. I wish they. I, w- I wish they would have killed, or wow, or you bloodthirsty son of a gun. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, or like lock her up. That's it. Yeah. See, for me, I'm tired of killing every bad guy. It's becoming a trope of comic book media. Period, and it doesn't happen in comic books. Okay, like they kill the villain a lot, especially mm-hmm. in DC movies. They've killed Ares. They've killed... Well, Savannah survived. Um, you know, but I mean, Marvel too. I mean, the Red Skull, although he came back. But I mean, for the most part, they're killing... You know, uh, Iron Man there, Iron Monger's dead. Uh, Zod. You know, Vanko, the whole... Yeah. This is all... Zod dying, like you take Zod out of a Superman. It's... It's... Stop it. You know, so mm-hmm. keeping her alive, I'm okay with. You know, especially because it might pay off later where they're like gee you know god charlie if we ever see her again we should smack her upside her head well, you know I we're probably we're and we're not going to be seeing no thank goodness charlie yeah. again she hasn't had anything to do since she was since she was vixen she was a character who kind of ran around they didn't know what to do with her it's it you know they fed her this fate thing and i think that's what it was it was like we're going to give you this on your way out so that you know mm-hmm. yeah thanks yeah and, and and we'll 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 touch on that here in just a second. But um, before before that, like okay, so they they they've done this. They're excited. They're like, yay, let's go and um, um, celebrate. But before that, though, uh, we have a moment with Zari because Zari uh, 1.0 being alive is causing uh, the the timeline to sort of solidify, and it can't decide which one it wants to solidify on: Barad being dead or Barad being alive. And it turns mm-hmm. out the longer that she's there, the more it's trying to solidify in Bayrod being dead. So she makes the decision to say goodbye to Nate, say goodbye to the team and go back into the totem and therefore save Bayrod and we'll have Zari 2.0 from, from now on. So the question I have for you guys is, do you think that we're going to see any more Zari? Um, actually that's, that's more of a speculation. I'm going to hold yeah. off on that one. I'm going to hold off on that one. Mm-hmm. So um, I was kind of wondering about that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize we were going to speculate on that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. So Zari returns to the totem. Very sad for Nate. Uh, he wants to go get a drink, and they do so by going back to the '70s to the original um, place where um, Charlie's band was playing. This the smell, mm-hmm. and they play a, a really right. rad rendition of Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Uh, you know, punk version of that, which is pretty neat. Which I didn't hear until the third time watching this episode. I mean, it was, and it was at the very end because I'm like, "There's too much." Like, even for me, there was like too much screaming. Yeah, like in there, I can't, I couldn't hear what they were saying until they said, "Mr. Parker's called the second. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Now, yeah, I hear yeah. It. I heard Good. a street that cool. ends in a circle, and I was like, "Wait, hold on, hold on." And like, I rewound it, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it." Oh, and, and uh, Stephen in the chat, you know, makes a very valid point here: is that uh, Nate loses both Ray and Zari. In the same season, yeah. so like that's that's huge. That's but he gets Bayrod, and so like they're they have a buddy pal system thing going on, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and so you know after this concert, they have fun. Uh, they're leaving, uh, and Charlie decides that she is going to stay in the punk band that was murdered. But <laughs> yeah, oh, not just that. 
Do you remember the hole we found with this last week? Last time we did this? Yeah, it wasn't her face. She didn't oh, look right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so initially, so she's gonna come. Yeah. So she's coming back to this to this as as Amaya, and they're just gonna be like, okay, yeah, cool. Hey, yeah, come on, on boys. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you sounded off a lot like early. How do you know all of our songs? <laughs> so yeah, so not only was the band uh, dead and they came back, um, but yeah, and uh, wasn't Rage? Wasn't she a guy? No, it was it was no. a chick. No, okay. they they yeah. thought the guy was a leprechaun, right? Initially, and then mm-hmm. because Charlie right. was in the band, and Charlie was giving off the magical vibes. Constantine, like his little tracking device or whatever, they thought that one of the one of the guys in the band was uh, was a leprechaun. Right and um, yeah, that's that's how they found Charlie. But yeah, she doesn't even look like who she originally looked like when they found her, and so that was kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, she decides to stay, so she's gone. We're we're not going to see Charlie uh, again. Uh, and like like Will, like you said, I mean, there hasn't been a lot for her to do. She hasn't really been getting a lot of screen time since she was vixen. So, um, exactly. She's just. I don't think they knew what to do with her, and you know, first of all, I mean, it's a it's a cheap power too like not doing the shape-shifting more like they locked her into one form for like half the season Mm -hmm. of season three or four and to do that was kind of stupid yeah i think because it's like this is a power you can use you know but again yeah yeah it's it's (laughs) it's they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with her they didn't really know exactly what to do with her honestly i liked charlie um, I, I think Charlie was was a fun character, but underutilized because they hampered her with all that stuff. You know, she can't shape shift, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but so yeah. But anyway, she's gone. She's going away. Um, and we also have another departure here. Don't know if it's forever. This is something we'll, we'll speculate here in a little bit. But Astrid says she is going to go and uh, basically take up residence in Constantine's witch house. <laughs> house, of, house of mystery. Yeah, the house of mystery. And uh, she also gives Constantine his soul back. So now he is not going to die. No one's messing with his soul. So he's kind of free of that. And he redeemed Astrid. So he has. Which is what you wanted all the way back when he first came on, Kyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we, yep. and we had pretty much a, a complete character arc for Constantine. Um, Good. Get rid of him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and so that's, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes, because I don't know how they're going to develop Constantine now, because he doesn't have that, like, dark hurt and, um, you know, depression and, like, anger at himself over losing Astrid, because Astrid's been redeemed, and so therefore he has been kind of cleared up to develop in another way, so we'll see how that goes, it should be interesting. Um, and then finally, exactly. our last departure is not really a departure, um, <laughs> but Sarah gets abducted <laughs> by aliens. Well, by something. Yeah, by something, and it's it's aliens. By look, aliens. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that it's aliens, by but it's many. definitely what? aliens. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So 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 yeah, and that that'll lead us into next season, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in just a second. But our, our final team count uh, that we have on the team, we have Sarah. Ava, Nate, Constantine, Mick, Zari, Barad, and maybe maybe Astrid, uh, and maybe Mick's daughter, Lexi, Lita. Lita. <laughs> I can't even remember that. Maybe. maybe we'll see. 
we'll have a year and a half before we figure it out, but we'll see. Um, anyway, though, uh, any, any, any other closing thoughts or comments on this episode, guys? No, I mean, it was an okay season finale. Can we start playing Minecraft? (laughs) (laughs) No, we gotta speculate first. And I think it's, speaking of which, I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for Alrighty, we got a couple things here uh, that we are going to talk about. And uh, the first is, what aliens are we going to be seeing next year? Now, I, I don't know too much about the, I guess, cosmic uh, <laughs> uh, DC <laughs> universe. So, Will, I'm, I'm going to hand this one to you. What are, what are we, uh, we going to be seeing next year? I'm going to lay this out right now. I did it the last time, so I feel like it again. And you guys kind of have, have agreed with me. I got even money that says that's a Zeta Beam, that we're going to deal with Rand. It's going to be the Ranians. We're going to deal with Adam Strange. The whole thing. That could... Because that's the Zeta Beam would do that in the comics. Like, you'd be walking along. That's what happened to Adam Strange was he walks along and all of a sudden he's... What What the hell am I doing? Picked up by a beam of light sent to another <laughs> I think it's a Zeta Beam. I think it's going to deal with Rand. Perhaps they'll deal with Danagar. Maybe this is a way to bring... I hope not because I really hated the actress. <laughs> But they could deal with the Hawk people and be like, we had Hawks on our team once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it would, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a Rand's Zeta Beam. I think that'd be cool. Um, I want to say I read something recently that was talking about whether or not they're going to use uh, uh, aliens from DC Comics or not. And I, I don't remember what the conclusion of that was. I. Ugh. Well, that's a good story, Bill. I thanks, know, I know. I wish I remember it. Like, uh, <laughs> I want to say I uh, thought to like put it in our show notes and then forgot because we had already recorded the episode. This is before we decided to like n- re-record it, and so I, I don't, I don't have the link. But um, I'm hoping that they do original or uh, not original stuff. I'm hoping that they do stuff from DC Comics because uh, that's kind of what we talked about. Was that like there's so much, there's so much stuff, so many things in these properties for them to do and for them to take care of and like you know utilize and. Why create something new? Yeah, yeah. Um, I get not. I get not using the core. I get not because you know you're coming up with this whole thing. I get it. I get that you're coming up with the Green Lantern show for HBO Max. Okay, I, I'm on board. So I get you can't use the Green Lantern core. All right, and you may not want to use the Dark Stars for that reason as well because you may want them involved and the Manhunters and the whole nine. I get that, but Ran is one of those things. That is very easy to use. Uh, it's 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 a complete other culture, but they all look human, so you don't have to make anybody not look human. <laughs> That's useful, you know. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, and it's got a very very rich history. And you put Sarah Lance in the role of Adams of Adam Strange, you know, she, she's going to get weapons. She'll get space weapons. She'll get the rocket pack, and the you know, it would look really cool. So that's my thinking. Well, Steven in the chat is saying, too cool, not going to happen, and you're probably right. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Kyle, what do you think, man? I, I'm i looking up everything right now. <laughs> um, they, they have not outright said what kind of aliens 
Uh, they actually, they said that the, the new baddies may include aliens from the pages of DC Comics, um, as well as original creatures made for the show. So, that's what we're going to get. I would love to see... Not Dominators. Dear God, not Dominators. No, no, no. They said... No, no, no. This is what they said about the Dominators. Right. They they, they said new baddies may include aliens from pages of the DC Comics, okay. like the Dominators, because we've okay. already seen Dominators. Yeah. Right. Um, but I love the idea of Ran Thanagar war yeah. and everything. I would love to see that. We haven't... I mean, Adam Strange was on Krypton for the two for the two seasons that I was there. He didn't get, like, his jetpack until the very last episode of the series. So I would like... I would love to see a fully fleshed out Adam Strange um, be brought into the, the DC Arrowverse. Right. Yeah, that... And... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fully okay with bringing back the Hawks. Uh, if they can, they can have new faces. <laughs> <laughs> At least for one episode. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll throw him a bone and give, give him like an episode or something. If you could bring the, you could bring the Sanagarians back without bringing Carter and Shira. You could bring Qatar, call yeah. him Qatar Hall. You know, and you know the whole nine. I mean, I'd be okay with that because the Thanagarians at least in the modern DCU. Now, in the old DCU, they were not as, as bad. But, I mean, in the modern DCU, the Thanagarians are imperialistic. They they tend to be very antagonistic. Um, they're a really good bad guy. Plus, they all fly. So, you know, it's a tough... And I think Legend's pivoting to sci-fi cosmic as opposed to magic is a good fit for them as well. Mm-hmm. I think we've played magic out. But I think you're on a time ship that can go into space <laughs> and can go through time, and you're dealing with like runes and portals and talking backward blonde, you know. Yeah, no. yeah, you're right. Like their, their whole ship is just the pinnacle of sci-fi, right? Time travel, like that's like mm-hmm. super sci-fi, right? And we've been dealing with magic and hell and like demons and souls and stuff, and it's like. I guess I guess the only reason they really needed the Wave Rider last season was just to get to the different times where the right. the encores were unleashed. But like that was just kind of a byproduct of it. Like it wasn't really, well, it wasn't all sci-fi. It was it was just magic. So exactly. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a Zeta. Well, nobody said it either. I just put a quick Google search in. Nobody's hip to this. Really, really. Like no, I put in Sarah Land's Zeta Beam season five. Nobody said huh. anything. I'm like, this would come out of nowhere. And again, it's not something that most people think about. Most people don't think about Adam Strange. They're kind of like, eh, he looks a little too retro. I mean, even even in the 90s, he was sporting the retro look with the fin on his hat and the whole nine yards. I mean, they've always tried to update him, but he's, you know. And I've never been a huge Adam Strange fan, but I love the idea of them introducing the, the cosmic forces of DC to the mainstream yeah and will i think you mentioned this the last time we tried to record this um was that uh, oh crap i just lost it oh yeah here we go no that uh, uh we have constantine who is a magic user going up against science fiction like advanced technologies that you know like arthur right. c clark said are indistinguishable from magic so i think it'll be i think you mentioned something like that but like having constantine's right. magic be like you know to an alien be like oh i see you're using nanobots or whatever you know (laughs) (laughs) well i think there was a comment there uh dc versus marvel i'm sorry avengers versus jla 
at one point, one of the people's like, you know, they look at, uh, oh, Scarlet Witch. She goes, you think you're using magic right now? You're just using advanced science. I have magic. And and all of a sudden, you know, her chaos magic on Earth was like, yeah. you know, I, it was, if you haven't read JLA versus the Avengers, do it. It's great. But I mean, you know, and there's always been talk in the DC Comics about how magic is really just the science left over from the world that was here before the Big Bang. So I'm like, okay, you try to explain it away. Okay, I can give you that. So yeah, but I think it'll. I'd like. To yeah, see it'd that. be interesting to see Constantine and kind of fish out of water sort of scenario. Um, but speaking of seeing people in things, uh, do you guys think we're going to see Astrid again? No. Nope. You think she? You think she's Not gone? Yep. Okay. What about no. Zari 1.0? I would love to see Zari point 1.0 again. I would love to see. I would love to see Nate go into the totem. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. If they do that, it's going to be like Barod's going to have a thing, and maybe 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 they'll need to ask her advice or something, or just Nate wants to see her or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that'd be really cool to have because it's the same actress. It's not like they need to really change anything there. It's I don't know. I I, I think that could be neat. What do you think, Will? Here's uh, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, they'll kill Barod in season six. Really? He's and he's a he's a season I, regular. I know Spoiler they'll film no. towards the end of season six, and then Zari one or two point will be like, I can't live without my brother. I just can't. And Nate will be like, Yeah, I know the old Zari had the same problem. And then she's gonna be like, Well, she should come back, and she's gonna swap places so that Nate can be happy with Zari two point one point oh yeah or something yeah, like but that. No, well, they're gonna find some way to share the body would be would be what I'd love to see. It's like she gets knocked out, goes into the totem, and Zari one comes back out going. Okay, I've, I'm on the clock. But what don't do forget got? about the, the, the love uh, thing between Constantine and Zari, too. Yeah. So there, there's... That would be Co- weird if they Constantine were the is same incapable. Body. Constantine is incapable. Of yeah, that's probably true. But now that he's a changed man so, and redeemed Astrid, who knows? Cannot cannot yeah. be capable of love. It, it would ruin the character. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, Steven, Steven in the chat said, a reverse I Dream of Genie where Nate goes into... Hey, the there we go. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. I'm also going to. Hey, oh. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I think I think that's going to be an interesting thing. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait a very very long time to see if any right. of these things mm-hmm. are going to come true. Um I'm I'm really excited about your predictions, Will. Uh I think it'll be really neat to see them go through with that. Um and you'd be able to call it from like a mile away because no one else. <laughs> because as you said, like no one on Google has been uh, been 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 saying that. So that would like really up your uh, your nerd cred for sure. So it's very possible that nobody is saying it because we are the only five people watching. This is this is also true. This is also true. <laughs> but uh, I think now that it, uh, it it's time for for my and I know it's your favorite part of the show and that is mix. It's the ending. No, not the ending. Oh. It's Mix, Quote of the God Week. It. <laughs> it's the Mix, Quote of the Week. All right, we got a couple here. Um, and so, Kyle, why don't you read them out for us? Gladly. Uh, RIP headphone users, because uh, this one's going to be a screamer. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Time dweeb. Where's the wave rider? Whoa, whoa, wait. There was two of them. <laughs> I, I gotta go I gotta go with the second one. I like time dweeb. I like <laughs> okay, time well, I am overruled. Go for it. Uh. Time dweeb. Where's the wave rider? Alright, there you have it, folks. That is mix 
quote of the week. Uh, just, I mean, just some news. Uh, the actor who plays um, Batwoman, Bayrod, oh. he's now series regular on se- for season six. And with Batwoman, we do have um, casting for the new Batwoman. Yes. Uh, whose name escapes me right now? Actually, it's on my phone. Because I think I, just... I, I think her name is uh, lead of show soon to be canceled. Pretty sure that was her uh, full name. Jet. Ja- I'm gonna Javicia Leslie. Javica. Okay, that's I'm how you guessing. say. It. Okay, yours sounds better than <laughs> what I said. So, yeah, she was she was on beforehand. Uh, God friended me, and she was apparently also on MacGyver, the new one. So she is taking the role of Ryan Wilder. All right, so it looks like we have no iTunes reviews or emails this week, but we do have a bit of news. And now, breaking news. All right, so we got a couple little things here to talk about. Um, First off, Barod is going to be promoted to a season regular next season, whenever that season comes out. Who knows? Um, uh, We also have some casting for Batwoman. Now, this is something that's been up in the air for a while because Ruby Rose kind of departed the series uh, sort of, you know, crazily after the first season. It's never really, <laughs> it's never really happened before. Uh, so they've been kind of looking for uh, a new uh, uh, person to play Batwoman and they have uh, chosen uh, Javicia Leslie, who is going to be playing uh, Ryan Wilder. And I don't, is Ryan Wilder a character from the comics? I'm not too terribly familiar. <laughs> No. Okay, so no. this raises some interesting no. questions. Uh, first of which is like, why not choose another Batwoman? There have been several Batwomen, correct? There's there's been one other Batwoman. They could have they could have just taken her name and they could have they could have took Bet Kane, the original Batgirl. Yeah. yeah, like you know, Betty Kane was you know Batgirl before Barbara Gordon. Uh, you know, in the comics, they could have easily done that, and she, so you'd still have the 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 Bruce you know mindset because now we're gonna have a Batgirl that doesn't know who Bruce is mm-hmm. you know and and that shows a train yeah. wreck that show that that show really is I, I and I've said it before and I'm gonna say it again and it's nothing against Batwoman as a character or anything like that stop trying to do Batman without Batman <laughs> I'm tired of it I'm tired of it Gotham was awful. Okay, Batwoman is not unwatchable, but it's just kind of like it remind. It's so close enough. You're just kind of like, God, I wish Batman is Bruce Wayne. You know, his ward or boy wonder <laughs> is Dick Grayson or Damien. I love Damien or Tim or I mean, he Robins can be yeah. yes, but Bruce Wayne needs to be in the cowl. I understand that there are probably legal reasons you can't do it due to the whole Fox had control of the Batman TV series and whatever. I don't care. A crisis showed us that, you know, we want a Batman on TV. Conroy playing freaking old Bruce was amazing. Yeah. The fact that Keaton is coming back to play uh, Batman Beyond and something else in Flashpoint is yeah. amazing. Like, we, Batman is a part of this culture of its zeitgeist and everything else. And it needs to be done. I mean, Dan DiDio got fired from DC, I believe, because he was about to redo the whole launch again and go 5G and put uh, Lucius Fox Kid in the cowl 
and Jonathan Kent was going to be Superman, and somebody else was going to be Wonder Woman, and da 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 da. Stop, <laughs> stop. The '90s should have showed you guys this. You tried it again in the '90s when Superman, Death Superman, came out so well, and then you went to Batman and you did Nightfall with Jean Paul Valley, which was just a train wreck. Oh man, you I know, like Nightfall. A, Emerald Twilight, or Emerald Toilet, as I like to call it, where you made Hal Jordan go bad. I mean, stop. All right? Tell good stories, or I don't. I like Emerald Twilight. <laughs> Emerald Toilet was awful. Are you kidding me? I Hal like Jordan it. goes crazy? That's because of the Because of the destruction of his hometown? And that because of That still would not have accounted for But he's Hal Jordan. Now, they know. They retconned Parallax. Thank God for Jeff Johns, and I know a lot of people don't like that guy anymore. <laughs> I like Jeff Johns. Okay, he gave like Hal Jones. Jordan back. He gave Jal- he gave Hal Jordan back to us because Ron Mars and Kevin Dooley. Kevin Dooley was the editor back then. Dooley had it in for Hal Jordan for some reason, mostly I think because of Gerard Jones, and he thought that it couldn't he couldn't be written well. Hal Jordan is a great character. He did not need what happened to the nineties were awful, and then the deal was going to try it again. It's stop. <laughs> yes, this is. There has to be a better way to get representation into comics than undoing everything. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the answer is. I like what they're doing with Batwoman, but I also am like, this woman is not going to know who who Bruce is, which you're losing a major part of your folklore on that show. And, and like, mm-hmm. they made sure to mention Bruce at least once yeah. an episode. And, and let's also make it clear that this is, this is in no way any sort of uh, critique against Javicia Leslie, right? Like, yeah, no. this, this, this this is this is the choice of character that she is going to play. Um, there right. there are no qualms. And I'm glad they took a person of color, and I'm glad they took a, a, a you know an LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. I am all for absolutely, that. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's it's but it's stop doing bad things about that. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah. that's that's like the, the casting choices is, is is great actually. Like it was great with Ruby Rose. It's great with Lavicia. Like the the. The issue is with the character that they're choosing for whatever reason. Like, you know, and, and there's there's no I have I have zero issue. Like, if, if they want to take a, a, a black actress to play a you know traditionally white character in the comics, I don't care. Uh, that 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 no, doesn't I don't that doesn't really bother me. Um, I love Iris. Absolutely, I love Iris on the TV. Yeah, and Flash. Yeah, Flash is a prime example. Yes, take a person of color, put them in the character. Okay, I get it. I get why you can't do Iris is is, is African American in the comics. I'm 100% understanding of that. I like that they put Candace into Iris on the TV show. I'm all for it. And here's what they could do. Get Kevin Conroy back, all right, because Ruby Rose recognized him. Put him in the chair. Do Batman be up. Do Batwoman be up. Put Kevin Conroy in the chair. Put this girl, put Ryan Wilder out on the field. Now you've got me. Now you have me. You're putting Bruce Wayne in the chair. You don't have to call him Batman, which might get you around the legal stuff. Just call him Bruce. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would kill for like that. Bruce comes back like, after he's been he's been missing for so yeah. long because maybe. Well, they already have. They're at the end of at the end of this season of Batwoman. They already have a an actor playing. Oh, really, Bruce? Because not the um, Titans guy. Dear God, not the Titans guy. Not the Titans guy. Oh, thank God, that guy was not awful. I loved guy. him on Game it's, of Thrones. Uh, I'd have to look it up. I mean, put it later. But Hush actually took the face of Bruce Wayne in the Arrowverse. Is Thus, he still Tommy? He's still he's still Tommy. Okay, he's still Tommy, but he has the face of Bruce Wayne, like Tommy, as in is it Kevin Conroy? <laughs> no, no, it is not Conroy. Wait a 
So you can't I do that. I haven't finished Batman one yet, but you're telling me that Hush shows up. And spoilers! It's, yeah, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> but you're telling me that Hush shows up and then it's played by Tommy Merlin? No, no, no. no. Tommy, Tommy Elliot. Hush. Tommy Elliot is the character's name. Oh, okay. For some reason, like, I hear Arrowverse and Tommy and I'm... I'm and if you haven't read that book, by the way, Bell, I got read that book. It's right over okay. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, okay, cool. Yeah. So, so again, like this, uh, I think the casting choice is great. It's the choice of character that's kind of weird here. Um, but if they want to do a Batman Beyond thing, um, that would be astonishing. That would be absolutely incredible. Um, but again, you know, we have a year, if not more, before these shows come back. So uh, right. it, it's it's going to be a while. But um, we're going to, again, we told you at the top of the show, we're going to give you our information here in Twitch in just a second where you can watch us if you'd like to see some DC Comics-related Minecraft stuff. Uh, so with that, it looks like we're out of time, but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here is how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's Legends Talk TV. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, or you can follow me on Flashcraft uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash SeedHD. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KyleCrossy89, uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Krause89, or you can listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And I'm also on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson. I don't really tweet that often. Um, I, I'm really on there to follow the career of Cisco and where he's going today. So. <laughs> but uh, if you, you can also find me. I do stream a lot on Twitch, not just Flashcrafter, though. Uh, but follow me on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash minecrime73. Uh, and you can listen to me on the Planestalkers podcast, which is dealing with Magic the Gathering. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. Uh, and be sure to, well, I mean, granted, you won't be able to watch this live for another year, possibly more. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that time frame is open and we know when the shows are coming back, we will be broadcasting them live. Um, uh, we might try to share our, our Twitch videos to we could share our Twitch videos. Yeah. Me. Well, also, we got DC fandom in yeah, August. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, over the hiatus, when we get news, information, things like that about the DC Universe, specifically Legends, but like DC Universe in general, uh, we'll, we'll probably put it together an episode here and there just so you can guys can have some delicious content that we provide. Um, <laughs> so, but be sure to check our Facebook page then at facebook.com slash Talk. And if you like this show, you can check out some of the other shows that are also on hiatus from the <laughs> TVTalk.fm network, such as Supergirl, uh, Flash, uh, Star Wars TV Talk, Token TV Talk, all that stuff's there. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play and Stitcher. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bot for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And another shout-out to our sound engineer slash editor slash producer, Andy Barksdale. He's the guy who makes us sound so pretty and who makes Kyle not sound like he's yelling into a 10-gallon bucket. Find out more at andyrobotaudio.com. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. <laughs>